so Chris, science. Science, what about it? <laughs> There's a lot of science. <laughs> There's Science is everywhere. <laughs> science is real. Science is real. It's everywhere. We live and breathe it every day. There's just so much science. <laughs> just chock-a-block full of science from the tops of our heads to the tippy tips of our toes. <laughs> just... We are, we are we are just just whole chunks of science. Yeah, just, just melding into one sciency mold in this sciency world. Yep, there sure is a lot of science. <laughs> it's so much science. Uh, welcome to Creature Crunch, <laughs> the show where we take a monster, we do some science at it, uh, and then we crunch into it and mutate it into something resembling a fightable monster or companionable monster in. In D&D 5th edition, my name is Matt. And I'm science. And uh, we are, uh, we, we're watching a movie. Yeah. We, we watched a movie this week. This was an, an interesting one. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's safe to say that uh, the two of us went into this one 100% blind. Not 100%. Maybe 99.9%. Because like I mentioned at the end of the last episode, um, I saw this recommended by Trevor Henderson, a.k.a. Slimy Swamp Ghost on Twitter, who's the creator of Siren Head, Long Horse, and a bunch of like really awesome monsters. And also just a really cool guy in general. Mm-hmm. And he does a lot of, of movie recs for movies that are maybe not as well known as other movies. And he posted up a bunch of monster pics from this movie, and I was like, holy shit, this is... Right up our alley. This is right. Yeah, you you tweeted me at you tweeted yeah. at me with them, and it was uh, I saw some of these these designs. And it's like wow, those those are really cool creature designs. Yeah. some cool special effects. And he and he had that same kind of comment on it. Yeah, yeah. So, and he said that the movie is very uh, reminiscent of the first couple of Resident Evil games. And yeah, yeah, I can yeah, definitely I can see, see that. that. I could definitely see that. Yeah, yeah. Especially the the first one. So I mean, but I mean, that's pretty much all the information we had going yeah. in. So. Uh, I, I I definitely didn't know what to expect. Me like, neither. Like if this we... was if this movie had been made in the late aughts or you know now times, mm-hmm. uh, I probably would have had something like I would have had a, a better uh, anticipation of what I was going to get yeah. into. Yeah. But because this movie was made in uh, it came out in 1991. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Th- I mean, this was it, it was a weirdo. This was <laughs> it, a weirdo. It was, and of course. Uh, we are talking about the 1991 straight-to-video sci-fi monster movie, uh, Metamorphosis: The Alien Factor. Yep. Um, so, Chris, yeah. uh, why don't like let's what is what even is this movie, Chris? What, <laughs> well, what happened um... here? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> well, this uh, was directed by Glenn uh, Takajian, who directed nothing before this and exactly two movies after it, and then uh, vanished into being a supporting role actor in various TV shows, most of which I haven't heard of, All right. other than like a couple roles on uh, Rizzoli and, and Isles, um, which I never watched, but I have heard of. <laughs> and I think he was a character on Bones for one episode. <laughs> like I mean... He's one of those supporting actors whose characters do get names, but, but then they don't never appear on the show again. Um, but so, like, what, what, did, what did we think about this movie? Like, what... Uh, I, like, there's a good movie in there. I'm going to say that there's a good movie in there. And if you can find, like, a super cut on YouTube of, like, the monster scenes, that's very much worth watching, I think. Because the special effects are worth looking into. Like, there's they, some impressive miniature work. A and, lot of uh, really cool miniature work. Yeah. A lot of cool, like, stop motion. Right. Um, 
And the uh, the practical effects in this movie are unimpeachable. Like, I I was impressed. Like yeah, and, they, and like, they're, they're gooey, they're gross, they're very they're, gooey. There's a lot of goop in this movie. Yeah, they're but they're also very visceral uh-huh. and convincing. And, and the the main creature is very unlike anything I've seen before. Right. And like the going back to the Resident Evil thing, like I can guarantee that the creators of Resident Evil saw this movie. <laughs> I can guarantee it just from like the the plot standpoint, where it's like. There's some bizarre alien tissue that grafts itself to animal matter, and then it mutates the animals into horrifying monsters. And that's very Resident Evil, where it's like most of the monsters are humans or other things that have been mutated by a virus or something like that, or a right. parasite or whatever. Yeah, I can definitely see the shades. Um, like, but yeah, the but, thing is, the thing is, that's the only good thing I could say about this movie. Yeah, yeah, the characters um, are. Beyond terrible. They're they're bad. They're poorly written. The dialogue is bad. The, the character the acting is bad. Yeah, I mean, especially like the well, and not maybe the bad. Teens. The like, teens are really bad. It's bad is not the right word. Yeah, wooden. I think is the That's, right word. Yeah. Very stiff and wooden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's not like cringy, like haha bad. It's just kind of like yeah, yeah okay, yeah. You, you guys are just reading lines yeah which is why i definitely recommend like seeking out a super cut of this um the movie is available on voodoo at the moment which is i have to say probably the most pain in the ass streaming service we've watched something on dang that was a rough one (laughs) yeah i think it's still important to know because that's the only place you can find this movie unless you want to buy the dvd off of amazon which i think is actually rather accessible at the moment you can that's wild yeah um, but yeah, it, it's, uh, like, like you said, I, I definitely, a super cut would be good. Just the yeah. monster bits are really good. Uh, I actually yeah. really dug the flashback sequences, even though they it were was... kind of, they didn't feel like flashbacks so much as, yeah, yeah. But there was... I, I don't know. We'll talk about that. It, it definitely would have helped if they would have had all of the flashbacks as one scene. Instead yeah. of cutting it like multiple times, it, then flashing felt, back to other places, and I don't know, it felt weird, but it didn't bother me any. It, but but I did enjoy those scenes, yeah. and the the all of the scenes with the monsters were really, yeah, definitely, really good, definitely. But uh, so yeah, I, I would say that I wouldn't I wouldn't be too concerned about the spoilers of this movie, uh, no. though there will be spoilers yeah. as always. If you do want to watch this, and a supercut is not available because I haven't actually looked into if that's available or not. Um, and you, you want to watch it, skip all, pretty much all of the scenes with, uh, Kim and Sherry. Yeah, they, they're pretty and, unnecessary. And Brian. Yeah. Don't ever watch them because they're really bad. <laughs> the stuff with the scientists isn't too terrible for the most part, except when they're talking in the wood panel office. Yeah, that's, that's kind of rough. It's, that's but... completely unnecessary. Yeah. Um, but like, watch all the flashbacks and all the scenes of the monster running amok. Yeah. And, and that's then, what you And you got a good movie. And the end. Or you yeah. got an entertaining movie. So, and I mean that it's a short movie. It's ninety eight minutes. Yeah, it's pretty. That's, short. It, that's pretty trim. It feels longer in a lot of places because there's a lot of people talking in wood panel rooms. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I can't comment on how long a movie feels these days. Just because yeah, you have to watch them in chunks. <laughs> it literally takes me all day to watch through a movie, yeah. even this one. So because um, you're on on babysitter duty. Yeah, yeah, and and just everything conspires against me. Like this time, yeah. I, I waited. I waited a little bit later in the day to see, like, okay, maybe the kids are too wound up in the morning. Right. Whatever. And and they didn't bother me for the most part. And then I was just like, okay, finally, I'm going to start watching it. And then it was immediately one after another. Yeah. And then finally, when they went home, um, I, I went shopping and came home, 
sat down to watch the movie, and then within five minutes got three different phone calls. It was like, right. oh my god. But uh, it, it was really funny because like we share a document that we take our notes in. And you had started yours before, and you got down to a, a specific part in the movie. And I watched it. I'm like, that's how it ends? That's weird. Because, like, you had finished there and hadn't done anything else. Yeah, for hours. For hours. And, like, weirdly enough, we tend to watch the movie at the exact same time and try and take notes over each other. Roughly. Um, so, like, I got down to... I started watching it. I'm taking my notes. And I got to that scene. I'm like, holy shit, that's only, like, halfway through this movie. What the hell? <laughs> what, what happened? Yep. <laughs> did Matt Did Matt have a stroke? Do I need to, do I need to go over there? <laughs> But uh, so yeah, Chris, uh, we we talked about the you talked about the director. yeah the director. Um, yep. So any other notes about this movie before we jump into? Uh, the there's synopsis? a few interesting things here. Um, the most noteworthy actor in the movie is uh, George Gerard, who plays uh, Michael Foster, the man who would be monster, <laughs> okay. and uh, he's got a boatload of TV credits in minor supporting roles. Again, he's still working today. He had was working as of last year, so he's. Still in this. Good for him. No one else in the movie did anything besides this movie, I don't believe. Which is... <laughs> I, that's, I mean, I, I believe it. Yeah. None of these people have acting chops. <laughs> yeah. Ex- except for maybe George <laughs> Gerard. But. Yeah, like he was fine for what he did. He's just unfortunately not in the movie very much. No, no. Not in any, not in any acting capacity. Right, ever. right. Uh, Checker the Melty Dog was played by the Great Boker Dog. I have no idea what's up with that. That was just... <laughs> I saw that listed and I'm like, okay, cool. That's nice. Uh, that, wait, that... Wait, is that implying that's an actual dog in makeup? Yeah, I believe so. Uh... I... Uh, yeah. I'm gonna have to rewatch parts of that because if that's the case, I... Yeah, I feel really bad for that dog. Yeah, I... <laughs> I, that, it did, that looked like an animatronic to me. I thought it was a puppet of some kind or something. Yeah. Maybe it's just the earlier scenes when it's in a cage and you don't really see it. Like, that's what they're that's talking wild. about. I don't know. Um, this movie started as in development as a sequel to The Deadly Spawn. I am not familiar with that one. It's, it's a movie we'll get to at some point. It's another fun okay. like sci-fi movie. Sure, sure. A little bit, I think it's a little bit better than this one, but okay. it, it's along the same lines. But the plot kind of spun off into its own thing, and from there on, it was developed as a standalone movie instead of a sequel. Okay. I mean, um, it kind of explains a little bit of the... Okay. Yeah, go on, yeah. Go on. Uh, production on it started in 1987, and it finished shooting fairly quick, but different problems in production, later production, like, prevented it from actually coming out into theaters. It missed its release date, so it just kind of got farted onto video in 1991. <laughs> Uh, which is why it's kind of a obscure movie. Okay. Like I mean, that's probably yeah. one of the reasons, sure. Yeah, definitely. But I, I think if this had had a wider release, I think it would be a cult movie. I could see that. I could see that, too. Like, not a big one, but I could see this along the lines of, like, The Deadly Spawn or uh, Squirm or something like that. Like, sure. Just a, another Midnight Monster movie. That, yeah, I could see yeah. that. I could see that. I mean, the, the special effects, the effects in this movie yeah. are really good. Yeah, like, yeah. surprisingly so. So yeah. I, I could see that. I could see this getting a traction in that way. So, but since it got such a minor release, it's kind of unknown in a lot of ways. There's not a lot of information about this movie. The people just kind of vanished. <laughs> <laughs> it's been, it, it's a, a strange movie, All but right. it it's what we got. All right, so uh, if there's nothing else, then let's go ahead. And yeah, let's just get into dive in. Let's dive into this little thing. Yeah. 
this thing that is not the thing because we haven't done the thing yet. Yeah, that's true. Uh, okay, so we open on uh, our credits in a star field. Looks like we're going through hyperspace at the slow setting. Uh, Windows 98 screensaver. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a moon drops down from the top, and we find out that that is our moon. That was no moon. That was a matte painting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for painting that, Matt. I appreciate it. Oh, um, you're quite welcome. Yeah. I'm very proud of it. I don't remember doing it. Okay. Uh, and the credits end, and we open on the Tal- or Talos Corporation. Not Talos. Talos. They yeah, are very yeah, specific on pronouncing Talos, that. Yep. Which bugged me. <laughs> it did. It did. I had some problems with some of the pronunciations in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine why. Chris. Yeah. Um, we have a security guard who is receiving a code three in Sector Amber. There's a lot of like oh, red alert stuff going on Lord. in the background. The computer. I mean, to be fair, it was it was so like it was. Sciencey jargon, not even sciencey. It wasn't it was science like, jargon. It was like it was technical like, jargon yeah, yeah. that the computer was spouting. But it was. It, it had gotten to the point where it went full circle, where it was so unbelievable yeah. and so like nonsensical that it came around. And was just like, no, that's totally makes sense. Like, I don't know what it's saying, but yeah. clearly these. There's a do. lot of scenes like that in this yeah. movie where they just barf so much jargon at you that is your brain kind of whites out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it just shuts off, and it's just like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, go for it, uh-huh. man. I yeah, got gotcha. you. Okay. Anomaly alert status. Gen Lab 4, level 9. Sector Amber 11, please investigate. Sector Amber 11, please investigate. Camera A7LL. Sector Amber 11, remote zoom in. Condition 3. Anomaly alert status. Sector Amber 11. Warning, you are entering a Condition 3 anomaly status area. Please use caution. All biological systems functioning within acceptable Zeta parameters. Like, I started trying to take notes about some of the science later on, and eventually it just evolved into, they do the science at the science for science. (laughs) I saw that. It was pretty funny. Because that's all it is. Like, it means nothing. Yeah, they they take real science words, and then they just start smashing them together. But they, again, it goes full circle. They do it so much that it's like... Yeah, they overload you. They overload you in your brain short circuits. No, um, props to the movie for that. (laughs) Like, I have to say. Yeah. So... But um, anyway, our security guard goes to check out whatever this anomaly is. Um, and the door is having a problem. The door's having issues, yeah. <laughs> he goes to this door, and it's just, it's like trying to open over and over right. again. It's one of those sci-fi doors that It's slides. a whoosh door. Yeah, it's a whoosh door, and it's just... <laughs> it's like, what is it? Is it supposed to be in lockdown? Is it supposed to try to open? I don't, I don't understand what this door's problem is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we find out that there are heavy bacterial contaminants. There's a bunch of goo on the floor. I thought it was blood, but I guess I could be wrong. It might be blood. It's goopy. Yeah. Um, the guard can't get into the door because it's having its issues. He uses his super special code and the door doesn't open. Yeah. It, it's, he's having some serious problems. Uh, a bloody scientist bursts out of the door and dies at him. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good explanation yeah. as to what happened. <laughs> and, uh, our security guard says, oh no, Elliot. Oh my God. 
So apparently this dead scientist is Elliot. He has a name. Yeah, he has a name. We don't know the security guard's name yet. No. <laughs> we know nothing yet. We know nothing yet. Other than the Talos Corporation. The Talos Corporation, and there's goop and blood. Yeah, and Talos a dead scientist Corporation named Elliot. and like Omega Sector problems, contamination, yeah. um, bacterial infectant. Uh, yeah. Just, just, the PA b- continues to scream at us about all of the different science that's going awry. There is so much. There is so much information that this this computer. Like is, I was, the PA is trying to yeah, get across. This was the first part where my brain was just like, <laughs> well, yep, <laughs> turned that's, off. That's that's noise. <laughs> and then out of nowhere, the guard is impaled by a tentacle and eaten. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you you get a quick flash of like this weird mouth. Yeah. that. Oh man, it, it's, it's like, hard it's, to it's describe. First, it is super hard to describe. Like, here's where the only way I can describe it. You know, in Beetlejuice, uh-huh. when the husband uh-huh. turns into the like makes his scary face, yeah, and does the the like jaw thing. Yep, it's that with pointy teeth. Yep, yep. But, no, absolutely. Um, when uh, so my my daughter Sonia walked down and oh, she no. she she watched a part of this with me. Um, she really didn't like the she didn't like it when the, the dude was. In the laying in the bed, and he had all of the makeup and, oh, yeah, and stuff yeah. on him, and it, it's it's somewhat human esque looking. Yeah, she hated those. Well, that's but creepy. It is, but when it's the full monster, there's enough of a separation to be right. science fiction. And she really got into this, but she kept calling it a worm. Yeah, which is, I mean, yeah, that neck is it's got like a wormy. Yeah, like from Beetlejuice. Yeah, that's exactly what it called to my mind as well. Yeah, um, but like it, it's enough to intrigue you because once you Definitely. see this, you're like. Okay, go what on. the hell was that? <laughs> Carry on, movie. You yeah. grab my attention. <laughs> yeah. Um, our poor security guard takes longer to die than you'd think, having been eaten. <laughs> yeah, I even have my notes. Like, he's not dead yet? How is he not That's dead? That's a recurring theme in this. <laughs> like... <laughs> No, reading through your notes after this, uh, like, after I'd watched it, was a delight, by yeah. the way. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and then we... Yeah. <laughs> Come on. We we get to You're in charge of this. Yeah. We we cut to a household, a late eighties household. <laughs> Some awkward sex happening. The, yeah, there's and then we find out it's not actually awkward sex, it's, well, it's awkward make out. It is awkward sex, but it's more awkward and a lot less sex. Yeah, yeah, because they are both fully clothed. They're fully clothed. They're just smashing each other <laughs> smashing into each other. Like you, you know how when you're a kid and you have action figures, and you want them to fight, <laughs> so you just kind of ram them into each other. That's such a, an accurate. Yeah, they just kind of bounce off of each other, and you're like, "Ah, Skeletor, I am a Ninja Turtle!" Pow, pow, pow. <laughs> that's that's what's happening with these two individuals, and that's how we're introduced to two of our main characters. <laughs> oh man, but but. <laughs> Yeah, and it's just it's it's so awkward, and then and then and then he pulls off, and it's like this dude is like like this is the this is for all intents and purposes the eighties. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and this dude gets off of her, and my first thought was, oh, nerd. <laughs> He's such a dork, and he doesn't shed that moniker for the rest of the oh, movie. He's like, like yeah, he he gets off, and it's like wow, that is not what I expected to be. Yeah, busting himself against this poor girl. Maybe that's why he was having such problems because he's oh. an '80s nerd. Oh man, it was that was it was it got me. It was yeah. funny. Anyway, 
<laughs> yeah, well, this is Sherry and Brian. <laughs> sure it is. Yeah, <laughs> good for them. Um, <laughs> Sherry's sister, Kim, interrupts them, and she is the 80s. <laughs> oh, yeah, she is so... She is she the 80s. Is so 80s. <laughs> yeah. She, she t- she took all of the 80s and then, like, passed out a little bits to everybody else yeah. in the movie. But she hoarded most of it for herself. She really did. Uh, we find out that Kim has been out with a delinquent who doesn't appear in this movie. <laughs> that, sort of not inf- appearing in this film. <laughs> <laughs> Information that is irrelevant to anything at yeah, all. Yeah. So much so, I forgot completely about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the two sisters fight... Um, because it's kind of implied that their mom has passed away or yeah. is out of the picture in some way. Yeah, and that, that uh, like, at, at first, like, they mentioned their dad. Yeah. As in the present tense, like, dad is still alive. But then the, as the scene went on, I started second-guessing that. It's just like, they're talking like the older sister is the, the, is the, the parental, parental figure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I, I suppose that's still kind of implied, Right. But it turns out that the dad isn't, like, the deadbeat. Like No, no, he's kind of... actually, a, like, a pretty decent guy yeah, from all... Yeah, so, it, it, I don't know, it was... <laughs> yeah, it, it's... But there's a lot of information that you read between the lines. Yeah, which Literally isn't... through between the lines, because it's not in the performances. Yeah, yeah. It, if we had decent actors and a little better of a script, I think it would be better. But, like, we can actually infer some information about this family just from this scene. Which is impressive for us. Go us. <laughs> us as in you and me, or yeah, us yeah. as in the movie going audience? No, us. Okay. <laughs> We're impressive, Matt. Don't yeah. let anybody tell us otherwise. I don't. Yeah. Okay, uh, we jump back to Talos. Uh, there is running. Yeah. From a scientist and a man in a suit. We don't get their names for a while. Okay, well, but when we do, okay, I, yeah. I we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But like, uh, I didn't get a good look at the the suit until uh, they're in the in the room, and it, as soon as it shows it shows him from a distance, I swear to God, I thought it was Christopher Walken. <laughs> See, I swear okay. to God. See, I thought it was Dennis Hopper from uh, Super Mario Brothers the movie because he looks like King Koopa. Yeah, I, he, he's got the same hair. Very much. Well, yeah, it's that like super. It, it was it slicked back and yeah. meant to look slimy. Like he's yeah. meant to look like the slimy yeah. CEO, and he's got a implacable accent. In oh my <laughs> gosh! But like, he's just has that like look about him. That yeah, it just it's communicated to me as Christopher Walken. Yeah, but he's not Christopher. No, Walken. he's not. So I it was it, this was, movie would be so much better if it was oh, Christopher it Walken. Been. It really, really would. Like have he been. could play the hell out of that role. Oh, that would have been so good. Yeah, yeah. He like that. That is a role that he would have been we amazing. To, in. We need to recast this movie ASAP. Yeah. Um, I could see a remake of this being really good. <laughs> it could be fun. It could be a lot of fun. So we've got uh, we've we yeah we've got not Christopher Walken as I've dubbed him yeah. Jonathan Sitton. And uh, um, they're they're in this. They're, they're, yeah, they're, they're looking. They're looking for this. They're looking like they keep referring to the monster as he. Yeah, and yeah. Except for uh, suit, who just refers well, to it as it. Yeah, but but uh, the the doctor is she, is very like adamant that it's a he. Yeah. So and it's they, they show the scene too, and it's it's a messy room. It's yeah. It's it's pretty pretty bad. Um, we got rats on the loose. Uh, the door has been jacked open now so whatever was in there is no longer in there yep uh the security guard is completely eight at this point he's like just a massive pulp yeah basically like 
again, good yeah. effects. Good like, effects. Good you effects. see that gore, and you're like, ooh, yeah, that's a that's a that's yep. a man who was mauled by whatever the hell that thing was. Yep. Yep. So, uh, the the man in the suit calls Mitchell and Jarrett to help him. So we have two names for characters who are not in this scene. So I I didn't catch their names okay. so they don't uh, matter they're goon one and goon two yeah no goon one uh, absolutely that's kind of how i refer to them yeah but uh we cut back to kim and sherry we find out that their dad is missing that's all we get out of that scene and then we hurdle back to suit and scientist <laughs> in their wood panel room okay, so you know what i i actually caught something that i thought was just a low budgetary mistake okay that fix like, the, the the movie opens when, when you first see the security guard, it right. has a close-up of his coffee cup. Yeah. And he takes a drink from it. And in this scene, it shows... Uh, What's-her-face? Sister... Older sister. Sherry. Sherry. It shows Sherry washing that exact cup. And I thought... At first, I was just like, oh, look at that. They couldn't even afford different-looking uh-huh. cups. Until I realized later on in the movie that, no, that's their dad. Oh, my God. That was actually intentional. Yeah, yeah. Holy that's shit. foreshadowing, motherfucker. <laughs> like, that was... Like, <laughs> There is some talent here. Like, the, there is some talent. Not much, and it's in weird places. But So, yeah, no, this, so this scene actually held a little bit of purpose yeah, in it, visual storytelling. See, I didn't catch that yeah, until I that, read your notes. And then I was like, okay, wow. Yeah, like, wild. But Yeah, speaking of the coffee cup, by the way, weirdly enough, um, on IMDb, the only goof in the movie... Other than that, it's a flawless movie. The only goof in the movie is that in that opening scene where a security guard is drinking from the coffee cup, you can see a reflection of the camera on the cup. Other than that, flawless movie. (laughs) It just completely broke the immersion in that first scene. Oh, man. (laughs) Uh, So we're back in the wood panel room with Suit and Scientist, which is not a sitcom on uh, ABC, but probably should be. Uh, Someone has changed. But the scientists think she can get him back to normal. Because they are going to science at it. Uh, yep. <laughs> uh, we find out that the creature is named Michael Foster. So now we have a name for two characters who are uh, not in the scene yet. And the monster, but not these two talking. <laughs> they have not referred to each other by name yet. The, the subtitles were of no help until just a little bit in the future here. Uh, they... We're apparently working on highly illegal tests, and at this point, they're both kind of afraid of getting caught, but the uh, scientist wants to get Michael back to normal. Our scientist is, was in a relationship with Michael Foster, the man who would be monster, and um, yeah, we find out her name is Dr. Nancy Kane, which cool. there we go. We finally have a name. I think <laughs> I caught that from the subtitles more than anything. <laughs> Uh, I did notice that uh, our suit friend has a rat in a tube on his desk. I did not. I didn't catch yeah, that. Yeah, it, it's like, I thought, I think it's one of the rats from the science room, and it's just in like a little flippy tube thing, and it's just like running back and forth in there for a little <laughs> And then it vanishes at one point. Okay. So whatever. Uh, Talos has acquired alien tissue samples from somewhere they probably mentioned. I spaced out. They, they said it was sent to them. I don't remember yeah. who sent yeah. it to them. But the 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 lines and the dialogue Im- imply or, or straight up say that that whoever sent them to him was like this is alien data like yeah. this is alien samples yeah and they started I think it was the military that was it military them. because I they were no idea they started probing into it and they're like well this is really really weird and then they started thinking that it was biological experimentation 
to create a bioweapon by the military, right. which is highly illegal. And that's why it was told. They were told it was alien DNA. Yeah, and then they but started then, examining but, it, and, and then it turns out it actually was alien DNA. It, so it's, it's a like, lot well, of plot that does not matter. Yeah, it's like okay. I mean, we thought it was. I I, I guess it sounds official enough. Yeah, yeah, it sounds plausible enough, and like. Oh yeah, totally. Illegal. But the, like, it it's one sense. of those things where it never amounts to anything, like at not, all. Not even a little bit. So it, it's just wasted dialogue in this wood panel room, and uh -huh. I am so tired of wood panel rooms. <laughs> There's been a lot of. There's been a lot of them lately. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we find out that our suit is Doctor Vanelli, Vanilla, Villain, Villainy. I don't know. It, it's okay, just like so... a couple letters off of being Doctor Villain. Yeah. So when <laughs> when the subtitles showed up. And it showed his name. Yeah. That's what I swear to God I thought it said was um, Dr. Villain. And also, I'm positive they spell it like three different ways in the subtitles. Because <laughs> I, I we kept trying, trying to track like, okay, how the fuck do you spell this name? And for one thing on Voodoo, when you pause the movie, it goes over the subtitles. Because uh -huh. that's great. Yep. So I couldn't catch that. And then like later, the subtitles call Sherry Shelley. Yeah. And I was like, okay... Am I fucking <laughs> stupid? Like, what the hell happened? Now, what, did I, have I been calling this character by the wrong name through the entire movie? And then, no, no, I was right. The subtitles were wrong. So I was like, okay, what else are they wrong about? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. But like, I just couldn't get over the fact that where I, I practically did a spit take. When, like, Dr. Villain popped up. I yeah, was Dr. Like, Villain. And I guarantee you that's how they derived oh, his yeah. name. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> like, he... It's, I think it's vaguely Italian-y, but he doesn't really have an Italian accent, like not even a fakey one. No. He's got just a weird implacable, like, I am European and evil accent. Yeah, yeah. It's probably the same accent they're going to give Doctor Doom in the Fantastic Four reboot. <laughs> um, okay, so we have a flashback to find out what happened to Michael. And it is one hell of a slam cut, by the way. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it, it she's talking and it it's, like, after I got over the shell shock of this transition. Yeah, yeah. I realized that it was it was a flashback. She's she's basically uh we're seeing her she's narrating to yeah, uh, she's, the goons. She's telling the goons what had happened and we are seeing it rather than being told. But it's instead of like that like any fade, sort of transition just, or like even like going to a wall or something like that and then moving over No, or, it just it smashes. It smash cuts from her in the office talking to a dancing plant. A, d a dancing Venus flytrap, yeah. <laughs> and that was wild. <laughs> yeah, it's really, really weird. And then, like, we... Michael... We find out that Michael was experimenting with this tissue, grafting it to different animals. Uh, the tissue is... Has insane properties where it grows like a cancer on creatures and then begins to mutate mutate them into, like, alien organisms. And yeah, and, and we do have some really cool creature designs. There's some the neat monsters in here. Other Like, there's the dancing plant. Uh, there's melty the, dog. <laughs> melty dog, yeah. Checkers. Poor melty dog. Uh, a gross fish who is never seen again. Yeah. Which is unfortunate because it looks cool. Uh-huh. And then this frog thing. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I had the note, like, <laughs> like, oh, there's some really cool creature designs. That green one isn't done yet. <laughs> Put that one back in the oven for a little yeah. bit. Like, it's got like one eye that's like it, melted only kind of in this looks alien. So it's icky. like an eye stock that's melting on one yeah. side, but its other side is fine. And it's oh man, it's but it's a cool looking puppet. It's a, like, it's a neat it. puppet. I love that little dude. Like he's got long froggy legs and then like little stubby froggy leg. Uh -huh. Then that one eye stock and he's pissed about everything. <laughs> yeah, it's just, he's <laughs> sitting in there with his like weird underbite going. <laughs> 
he looks, like, this thing is unwell. He looks unwholesome. Like, this thing is very unwell. Yeah. Get yeah. it a doctor. No, don't. <laughs> we have to keep it in the family. But um, I did I did note that, yeah, the, the Melty Dog is named Checkers, which yeah. is straight up the perfect name for that thing. It I really is. Thing. It really is. I, I became very uh, endeared to Checkers almost immediately. And, like, they, I think they call the... Uh... The frog spot at one point or something like that. I did not catch that. Like it, it has a, an, it has its own name and yeah. <laughs> but and then uh, and also uh, another note, like I'm sure you're going to cover this, but like Michael has uh, like check okay. The frog mutant thing is in one of those like scientific glass boxes. Yeah, and it's got like the and, attached gloves. So yeah, you can yeah, manipulate so you it can manipulate it without touching it. Right, and the entire time, like like. Um, Nancy can't like Nancy's there, you know, flirting with him and they're kissing and and she like surprises him, yeah, and, and like jacking around with him and stuff. Yeah. And he's holding this syringe, but like his hand is like right next to this thing's mouth, and I'm going like I wouldn't be doing that. No, that's this a bad is, idea. These like this thing has this thing looks like it has bitten people before and will again. Yeah. Um, and all it has to do is notice that your hand is there. Yeah. Like his yeah. hand is right there, and his the mouth is. Hand sized, it's like get yeah, your it's hand a perfect fit. <laughs> and then, and then he, he, she like jacks with him, and he stabs it in the eye with the syringe yeah! accident, so it bites his hand. Yeah, yeah. What the hell did you expect would happen? It's yeah, it it's just really, really like careless science. <laughs> yeah, I don't think these people are actual scientists, man. <laughs> so yeah, Michael gets bit by the frog. He starts smashing the containment thing around, so it breaks, and Mr. Frog escapes. Bye, little green. <laughs> and Mr. Frog is going for a, a wild ride here. Um, and Michael's hand begins to rapidly mutate where it got bit. It looks gross. Yeah, it's really gross. It looks gross. fucking nasty. Yeah, and it, again, you get that ridiculously good, like, 80s sci-fi yeah. aesthetics. Oh my god, makeup yeah. makeup and stuff. Yeah. It looks good. Looks, I mean, it looks awful, but it looks good. <laughs> it looks good in being awful. Yeah, it's really uncomfortable. <laughs> Especially when we find out that uh, Michael's solution to this problem is to have Nancy dump sulfuric acid all over his hand. I mean, it, you want us... Which, I mean, it doesn't do what sulfuric acid would do to a hand. No. Like, it would take the he, hand pretty well off. So that's what I thought he was going to do. It was yeah. Like, my thought was just like, well, better amputate. He's like, grab the sulfuric acid. And I was like, okay, I guess that'll work. That's... Not the way I would go. You gotta have that. a bone saw in there somewhere, man. <laughs> You're evil scientist. You got one. <laughs> but yeah, it's like I mean, okay, whatever. You know, yeah, so I won't question the method. She dumps the sulfuric acid on his hand. It begins bubbling and shooting pus everywhere mm. and just being horrific and but doing it, nothing more to him than like some peroxide would do. Yeah, but. yeah. It, and it doesn't stop the mutation at all. No, so maybe it, the mutation is protecting his his soft supple flesh. I don't that's know. gotta be it. Uh, Nancy calls in Dr. Elliot Stein, and, uh, Elliot checks out Michael's hand, which is rapidly mutating, and just looks super gross and bubbly. Um, I, I have to say, though, I actually really liked Dr. Elliot. Doc, he's, he, was, he was a super charismatic man. He's, like, the best actor in this movie, I think. Uh-huh. Like, he's I like very him. good. I like him. And I liked his bow tie. Yeah. Um, I did also like that, uh, he was, like, super, super, um... Like, as she was describing what was going on, like, I guess it's it's supposed to be that, like, not really anybody else in this facility know what's going on. Like, they don't know about this yeah. alien DNA. Yeah. And Elliot is not in on it. So when she's telling him what happened, he's, like, making fun of her, making yeah. Star Trek references. And, like, he, he does ask, like, have you seen any pods? And my very first reaction was just, like, 
Like, he, he uh-huh. reads it straight. He reads it like, have you seen any pods on him? And it's just like, you were just making fun of her for this, and you're going to ask that? And then later on, like, as soon as he started taking them, I, met, I was like, oh, it was probably meant to be pod sarcastic. Person. Yeah, pod person jokes. Yeah, and it was, but it was, just, it was a good line read, and I'm going to have to read put that in. He read it so straight, uh-huh. yeah. Elliot, don't argue with me. I know it sounds crazy, but it's true. The cell's comfortable. I don't have time to stand here and explain this to you. Just help him! From another planet. Elliot? All right, all right. Jesus Christ. Cells from outer space. I had to change my name to Dr. McCoy. Have you noticed any pods? Elliot. I'm sorry, it's just... (laughs) What? (laughs) Anyway. Uh, So, yeah, um, Elliot emits, like, this bubbling roar. Like, which doesn't sound like it should come from a human body. And Elliot tries to give him a sedative, and he fights against it. But they do get the, the sedative in him, and he's out, or at least stay more stable. Yeah, it, it calms him down. Yeah. Dr. Villain comes in and uh, convinces Elliot and Nancy to not take him to a hospital because it would reveal their whole monster their factory. Whole shtick, yeah. I mean, in his defense, I don't think a hospital would know what to do with this either. Uh, and that would actually, like, considering what happens, that would have been so much worse. Oh, yeah. Like, this would have been bad if that <laughs> if they would have taken him to a hospital. Um, Nancy is convinced that Dr. Villain had it out for Michael for a while because Michael, like, identified a rhinovirus of some kind that, like, can target certain types of cells... Michael wanted to use it to wipe out genetic diseases, and Dr. Villain wanted to use it for weapons, and, like, sell it to the Department of Defense, and so on and so forth. Yeah, I zoned out all lot. Yeah, no, it doesn't matter at all. Uh, <laughs> they didn't like each other. That's they the did point. not like each other. That's, the, that's like, the whole thing. It's, it also doesn't matter. No, it just never comes. <laughs> I thought it was going to come into play at some point. Like, it doesn't. It doesn't. Like, no. th- I thought this was going to be like, oh, okay, that's what they're, they're going to use Michael's virus, and it's going to target the alien cells. And turn him back into a human, or stop him, or whatever. Mm-hmm. No. It seems like that should have been something the, the cure uh-huh. for this, is that that disease that uh, Michael had discovered. Uh-huh. Like it, They foreshadowed that so heavily in this scene, and it's never mentioned again. Nope. At all. Nope. It's very strange. Um, we flash back to flashback where uh, it's been a little bit and Michael's body is mutating further. Um, he's got growths all over his body. It's He's got like weird sphincters. Yeah. He's got holes. Yeah. And they, they open up one of them and he's like, I need to take a sample. And he sticks the syringe in the open hole. He's like, hold it open. It's like, you, it's a syringe. You can go any, whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Maybe he needs that tissue. I don't know. But I, he, I think he was trying to get like a deep tissue sample or something. Because like, yeah, they use forceps to hold this sphincter open. And and then something shoots out of it. And it made well, me laugh a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's so fucking weird. Uh, <laughs> this goopy thing just pops right out of him. <laughs> like a popper. It's just pop. <laughs> yeah. And they all freak out. And I laughed. I laughed. I laughed hard. Yeah. El- Elliot cap like captures it in the lab before it can get out of wherever. And it looks neat. It looks like a 
disembodied mouth. So it took me forever to figure out how to describe this, and I just it just hit okay. me. Okay, it's as if somebody took a langolier and yeah. pried it all the way open. That yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what this thing is. <laughs> and apparently, it's venomous. It, it has a um, it has what I thought was a little uh, mouth penis that pops yeah. out and and squirts. But it turns out it was a stinger of some sort. Yeah, and they mentioned it has, like, hollow teeth that can distribute the venom. So, like, once it bites you, you got venom coming from, like, a million different places, and it's very upset about but this. But then, just like the humble bumblebee... The, the humblebee. The humblebee. <laughs> uh, as soon as the venom is expelled, the thing rapidly deteriorates yeah. and disintegrates. Yeah. Which I, just like just the like bumblebee. A, just like a humble bumble. <laughs> um, yeah, it's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, when when uh, when Elliot is trying to grab it, he like he has the the forceps or the tongs or whatever, and he's like running around the the room trying to grab it, and it's like chasing a mouse or something. And then finally, he just gives up and reaches down and just grabs it with his hand. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, well, I mean, that's not what I, I get you. Done, I but get you, but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> uh, we flash forward to pr- the present of the movie. The current. The yeah. current, yeah, whatever. And <laughs> this is where we get the reveal that the security guard from the opening is Kim and Sherry's dad, meaning that they do have a purpose for being in this movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I already kind of knew that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of. Uh, Dr. Villain is super condescending to Sherry when she comes to see, like, like, hey, did my dad check in Yeah, last night? Like, What happened to him? He's, he's gone. fucking gone! Yeah. <laughs> and she just completely, or he completely brushes her off oh, and, like, makes fun of her for being a computer scientist. <laughs> he is such a piece of shit. I hate he's Dr. So gross. Villain. <laughs> and, and it, honestly, the performance, like, if the performance had been pushed ever so slightly more, he yeah. could have a really fun character Oh, yeah, yeah. But other than, but he's still just so wooden. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, no, I don't, no, man. I don't like you. <laughs> just, I don't like I you. deal with fuckers like you all the time. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> You're just another old white guy. I hate you. <laughs> uh, this is where the subtitles told me that Cherry's name is Shelly, and I got very confused briefly. <laughs> um... Uh, after Sherry leaves the office, the wood panel office, we get this close-up of a gross creature breathing, and it's our first, like, notification that Michael is still in the building. Okay, yeah. 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 He didn't, like, leave after busting out of that lab. He's still in the, the Talos office. Well, I think the whole idea was that they locked it down. I mean, clearly well, not it, very well. Yeah, as I said, how the hell did Sherry get in there? Yeah, but, <laughs> I don't I, Yeah. They're, they're lockdown procedures... Are a little lacking, <laughs> as we'll find out. Uh, we go back to the, the flashback, and like I said, it would have been so much better if this was just a continuous scene instead of cutting back and forth. Uh huh. Um, but we see Michael like groaning and writhing in bed. He looks terrible at this point. Oh God! He like does. his face is—is is this where his face is completely I covered? Think so. it's, or... it's his face is pretty much completely covered. Just a gaping mouth of a hole. Yeah, a gaping hole of a mouth. It's, um, it looks his, like a Silent Hill his, thing. Yeah, his arm is, like, fused to yeah. his stomach. Um, like, one of them's, like, flailing, and the other is fused, like, right against his chest. I mean, chest it's, clearly, and... it's clear that the actor's in, like, a bodysuit. Yeah, yeah. coated in makeup, but it looks really it good. Looks really it looks really good, cool. yeah. It looks cool. Um, Elliot is 
taking samples again of Michael. He's wearing a face shield. Good on him. <laughs> yeah, he put that face shield. Like, he, it, it was a really good scene, and I yeah. loved it. Like, you see him, he's like, okay, how do I do this? How do I... And he's about ready to start, and then he stops, and he goes, and he puts on a face the shield. shield. It's yeah. like, nice touch. I like that. Yeah, no, yeah. Good, <laughs> that was good. Good science, man. <laughs> but he, he reaches in to take another sample from Michael's gross body and dr villain like basically comes up behind him and goes boo yeah <laughs> so elliot drops the syringe which falls inside of michael he calls it a probe uh, he calls it a probe but yeah. yeah michael's chest just eats this tool just, yeah just fucking <laughs> eats it um elliot tells us like a few of the internal things that are going on with michael's body um his heart has doubled in size to like keep blood pumping through this weird form uh, his body temperature is off the roof. Um, he's poisonous on the inside, like acidic. Yeah, like he's, he's acidic. turning. He's some turning into something non-terrestrial. Right. Uh, he gets the syringe out of Michael's body, and it's all melted and goopy and gross-looking and burnt. Yeah. So we can. It kind of reinforces like he's got that high temperature, acidic insides. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's nasty. Uh, Elliot is developing a way to unmutate mutated flesh, and he sciences some science at some science, and I don't understand any of it, and I don't care. Yeah. But he's got a ray gun that unmutates flesh. That's the... the That's the entire gist of it. Yeah. He's got a small ray gun, and they've got a bigger one in the basement that they're testing. Its name is Agnes. <laughs> How did you do it? Elementary, my dear. I've been noticing strange molecular behavior whenever I expose samples through the electron microscope. The reaction to negative pulse phasing caused rampant destabilization of the molecular bonding, but only at specific wavelengths. As it turns out, cellular and biological activity is halted for a period of time when electricity is introduced. We see Nancy, like, checking on Michael. His At this point, his face is completely covered in flesh. He's like so he gross. tears open his mouth so he can scream and vomit. Oh, it's so gross. Uh, he grows another hand. Tummy hand. Which grabs Nancy. He starts barfing everywhere and then whoops a dream. Yeah, it was it was just a dream. Yeah. <laughs> she she dreamt it. She dreamt it, which is I mean kind of insane because that's basically what's happening here really. <laughs> yeah. She just he's not grabbing her and barfing on her. Um Yeah. We get more sciencey science about the unmutator ray. Um, Nancy wants to use it right away, but Elliot says they can't because they don't have enough juice, but they do have Agnes in the basement. The atomic shotgun, which is way more entertaining than it sounds. <laughs> or sounds more entertaining yeah, than Yeah, I was going to say. Like, Other way around. It's, yeah, that sounds insane. It's not yeah. nearly as insane, but... And, like, they're just like... This scene goes on and on and on where they're just describing uh-huh. how this science is supposed to work. And it's another brain static moment. Like, I... Yeah, I got nothing on this. Like, it yep. is just, it means nothing. Part- particle accelerator. Atom smasher. Atom smashing magnetism. Yeah, but this um, magnet doesn't work, but that one will because it's a bigger electro- magnet. Electro, yeah, electromagnetic. It means nothing. <laughs> it means he can be saved. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. <laughs> um, Michael has a, starts having like a seizure. And, like, screaming. Yeah. Like, and the, the other the, mutants that are still in this room that they haven't, like, put in an incinerator <laughs> <laughs> react to him having uh, the seizure. And they this, begin screaming. And the, the, the machines are going nuts. There's the the you, you yeah. the, the PA system warning the, everybody in the room. Needs uh, to evacuate. Yeah, and... his, uh, his heart rate is going off the charts. And then it shows Elliot's just asleep. 
Uh, yeah, Elliot's asleep and, and Nancy is Nancy, spacing out. Nancy is just off on her own. And it's just like, wow, you two are terrible they doctors. They are so bad at like, this. That equipment is there to tell you when things are going wrong. Yeah. Things are going wrong. Yeah, like, you should be trained to respond to that. Michael's, not ignore it and tone it out. Michael's heart monitor is like going crazy. Yeah, it's about and... to explode. Pay attention, please. Yeah. <laughs> Michael tears away from his restraints and like a bunch of tendrils grow out of his chest and start flailing very everywhere. Very the thing-like. Yeah, very, very, very. Very thing. the thing-like. Yeah. <clears throat> and then he flatlines and it's like, oh, dang, Michael dead. Oh, no. Oh, oh man. Oh, movie, man, Michael dead. over, I guess. Yeah, but then uh, his chest hatches open like a fucking egg. Yeah. And we get that weird wormy head thing the that worm head just kind of grows out of it right out of his chest <laughs> yeah it's a really cool effect um one of the tendrils spears elliot and tosses him across the room and we're at the start of the movie now. yep we've caught up to the present yep more or less and we we get a scene where the the goons are like she's wrapping up with the goons yeah and one of them wants to know what it looks like what does this thing look like and she argues she's like well it doesn't matter what it looks like you know the implication being like if you see it you'll know it yeah like, you yeah. don't need a description but she says like it doesn't matter what it looks like and i was like uh see that's where you're wrong yeah it matters because if this thing much. didn't look good i would be turning the movie off mm-hmm. <laughs> like it very much matters what this thing looks yeah, like yeah. because it looks cool and it that's looks your cool. saving grace of your movie yeah <laughs> Uh, we cut back to Sherry, Kim, and Brian, and her dad left them a message and on Brian, the answering machine. Yeah, and Brian proves how bad of a boyfriend he is. Oh, he's so he's, shitty. As he's constantly, like, Sherry is freaking out. She's like, this is unlike my dad. There's something wrong. And uh-huh. he's just like, you're hysterical. You're being irrational. And it's just yeah, like. Yeah, your dad's okay. I mean, they wouldn't kidnap him. Yeah, maybe it's because I've been married for 15 years. But <laughs> it's like. You're supposed to support your your right your, your significant, especially other. when something's happened to her like only remaining parent. Yeah, or I mean, but any in, in anything, it's like well, yeah, this... you're supposed to support them. You're supposed to be there for them, not be the devil's advocate constantly. Yeah, in a, in a time of potential crisis <laughs> for a place called the Talos Corporation. <laughs> yeah, like come on, <laughs> dude. Like Sherry. What do you see in this this nerd? Like, I don't know. Like <laughs> maybe he maybe he just he bumps into you just in the right way. <laughs> this like, action figure slams into you yeah, and gets you off. Damn. I don't know, but God damn this this dude sucks. I, I hate, hate this. I hate this kid. I hate. Th- I don't like any of the the teens in this movie. They're bad. But Brian is just so fucking bad. He's such an awful yeah awful person. Uh okay. So we have this answering machine message that, like, Sherry's dad forgot his past, so he was using someone else's past on that particular day. It doesn't matter. Well, that one does kind of because that gives her the past to get in. Yeah, I guess. But, but, but you do also have this part where it's like, there's a he's she's checking the answering machine, which they just got. Yeah. And the first one is an undeleted message of some woman inviting her, right. her dad for drinks. And then the next message is their dad explaining, oh yeah, drinks happened, I'm going to work, but I forgot my pass. And it's just like, this was pointless. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this was all it's very so pointless. It's so dumb. <laughs> uh, so the three kids go to rescue their dad, Cherry and Brian, 
try to convince Kim to not because yeah, Kim wants to go because adventure, adventure or something. Yeah, bas- basically that's all it is. Is like she feels the call to adventure at this point. Uh-huh. She is a D and D party member. She is ready for this <laughs> shit. Uh, She'd be a fun D and D party. She member really would. The eighties. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I have my next character. There now. you go, Chris. I'm surprised it hasn't happened already. Yeah, I know, right? Um, fucking whatever. But yeah, they. Uh, they... She wants. To... I started checking out a little bit during this yeah. part. Yeah, she she wants to go. Kim wants to go, and but Cherry and Brian will not let her. Yeah, but I mean, we know where, where the, yeah. we know where this is going. Yeah, Doctor Villain has a meeting with his goons. Uh, he wants Michael destroyed because he's a threat, and Nancy, if she won't stop causing a fuss, yep, smash the ads again, just <laughs> catapult to those fucking ads. Um. Dr. Villain's goons leave to go hunt Michael. We get some absolutely stellar line reads from Mr. Brian at this point. What are you talking about? Don't you think you're being a little ridiculous? Sherry, Sherry, this is absurd. Calm down. Do you hear what you're saying? They don't do experiments on people. Sherry, stop it. You're gonna scare Kim. Sherry. Here, put this on. For what? Do you think we're gonna get in just because of these white coats? No, because of this. I can't believe we're doing this. I mean, if our relationship means that little to you. All right, all right, all right. Let's go. Let's do it. My God, he's enormous. This is it. We're dead. What if he asked you for real ID? Then what would Relax. you do? Relax. We made it through, didn't we? That guy was so stupid, he probably... Ah! <laughs> Jesus Christ, what the hell is that? I... Terrible. Just fucking terrible. <laughs> I hate, I hate Brian. Gonna, yeah, I, I'm just going to have like do, a... Yeah, do a mini supercut of Brian's <laughs> fucking bad line lines. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll endeavor to do that. Yeah. Brian and Sherry pull up to the Talos Corporation, and like as soon as they exit the car, Kim manifests in the back seat, just like sitting up like, well then, <laughs> they were a bunch of losers. <laughs> Don't you think so, audience? <laughs> And then uh, we have Cherry and Brian sneaking into Talos using a couple of lab coats that their dad had. I don't know why you, their dad has lab coats. He's a security guard. <laughs> but he's got them. Maybe he likes playing dress-up. I, Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We don't know what his thing is. Yeah. And, like, they, they use his pass to get in. The security guard who's there instead of their dad is getting paid, like, sub-minimum wage and doesn't give a single shit about what's going on. I don't know. If I was getting shit, even if I was getting paid at minimum wage, I would not stand up and be like, stop. No, I'd be like, hey, you forgot to... Okay, bye. Yeah. Well, he's got to get that signature or he's going to get written up. Okay, well, yeah, but... So he... Like, that's important is getting the signature that the... Like, they didn't write anything. They just... Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I would have forged it. Yeah. And he didn't even check. He's like, okay, cool. You're, yeah. Get out of here. Get out of here. You're yeah. obviously, like... 19, whatever. <laughs> these security guard. <laughs> the, yeah. These scientists are younger and younger these days. I don't get paid enough of this shit. And then he sits back down. Yeah. He goes back to watching, like, I think it's a boxing match or something like that. I don't like know. That. Whatever. No, I, the subtitles felt it very important that I knew it was going on on the TV. So I was okay. paying very close attention. But then when I realized that it didn't matter, I yeah. stopped paying attention. Um, because I realized I was far more invested in what was going on there than I was in the yeah. movie. Yeah. I, I was checking, like, the trivia section on IMDb because that's what I do. Yeah. And apparently, at, if you watch to the end of the credits, there's a subtitle that pops up that says, I don't get paid enough for this. <laughs> <laughs> 
and it's a direct message from the subtitler, <laughs> which is why there's so many mistakes. He they did not give a single shit. They cared less than the security guard. That's funny. Yeah. Um, we cut back to the goons. Uh, one of the goons gets bit by Melty Dog Checkers, and he oozes the absolute fuck out of it. Like he pulls out that Uzi and just goes to town. I know. Don't shoot Checkers, you monster! And then he just shoots Checkers. Yeah, he shoots Checkers a lot. <laughs> Puts an entire clip into it. R.I.P. Checkers. Yeah, and that's all we see of Checkers. Um, wow. More or less. <laughs> that's all we see of live Checkers. Yeah. Uh, we have a scene of Kim sneaking into Talos. She puts her coat. She puts her coat on she a banister. Put, like yeah, she banister. puts her coat on the banister outside on the rail, and the security guard's like, "Well, I apparently am paid enough to get up." <laughs> God damn it! That I'm go gonna have to deal with that either sooner or later. <laughs> That's a, damn, that's a nice coat. Yeah. <laughs> that's a nice leather jacket. He goes out there to, to check on it. Looks like an 80s girl dropped this. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, he goes out to check it, and Kim is just like, whoop. She swoops in and walks him out. He's just like, uh. He's just like, well, I guess I'm out here now. <laughs> I love the scene later on when, when the suit, when, when Dr. Uh, Dr. Villain, Villain shows, shows up. up. Yeah. And he's like, what are you doing out here in this sign? <laughs> the security card's just like, well... Uh, he's like, Funny you know, story. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> Dr. Bell's like, you know, I don't care. The security guard just got to... Well, I don't care either, so like, there okay, we go. Okay, yeah, We're I even. guess. He's like, I'm going to get my ass chewed out for this. <laughs> no explanation. <laughs> Man, I got that signature and everything, and now I'm getting my ass screamed for this. It's cold out here. <laughs> this jacket doesn't fit me at all. Yeah, it's made for a tiny 80s child. Made for Not a, me. Made for a, a security guard hunk. <laughs> Oh, so yeah. Um, Brian wipes out in some goo, gets it all over his hands. Yeah, and then we have a unnecessarily long scene of Brian washing his hands at the water cooler. The thing is, though, like when that is happening, I was like, I was thinking of like if I was Brian, yeah, I'd be doing that too. Oh yeah, I know, but it's <laughs> the scene is so long. Yeah, it, it does show. Yeah, and it's shot from down the hall. So. Yeah. It's not even a very particularly interesting scene. No, it's he just stops you, you and see him washing his hands. hands and then he leaves. And <laughs> that's it. That's the scene. <laughs> but then we get the most amazing scene in the movie. And I definitely want you to put in a cut of the music that happens during this scene. Because it's the scene where the frog mutant hops around a corner and he gets a sexy music sting. <laughs> <laughs> and it is phenomenal. Like, I was... I was like, all right, Mr. Frog's coming back to do something, and then he's gone. <laughs> yeah. He's stopped motion now, though. He's stopped motion now, and he looks really good. Yeah, he does. But it's just like, holy shit. <laughs> it's just this... Wah, 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 as the frog hops around the corner. <laughs> and I am happy. <laughs> uh, Brian and Cherry are in Dr. Villain's office. Brian trips over a chair because that's what he fucking does. <laughs> yeah, he's just a turd of a human. Um, and we determine that Sherry is a hacker. We are told this information. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> yeah, because computer scientists can do all of the hacking and... Yeah. Yep. yep. She's, a, she's a hacker. Yeah, uh, she, she knows the system. It's Linux. <laughs> <laughs> I damn it. Okay. 
No, it's not Linux. It predates Linux by yeah. quite a bit. This is DOS. This isn't even DOS, my man. <laughs> this is some fucked up internal shit. Okay. So while Sherry is doing her hickety hacks, um, we have scenes of Kim wandering around by herself, getting spooked by the fact that this place is totally abandoned. Uh-huh. Uh, Sherry continues to hack while Brian, Brian just junks up the office. <laughs> Brian plays with things he shouldn't be playing yeah, with. <laughs> just junks this place completely up, little piece of shit. God, I hate him. Uh, Sherry finds the information about her dad, determines that, oh shit, he was there last night. Like, who could have guessed? Yep. She was right. And then they get jumped by the goon squad. Yeah. And, and this, this is, is fucking violent. This is so... Okay. It's over-the-top so, violent, so but... So, goon number one, like... Rears, backhand Sherry. Rears, yeah, rears back and backhand Sherry. It's not a great scene. No. But then and Brian jumps <laughs> to her rescue and <laughs> decks the other guy. <laughs> Brian just lunges from off scene and cold cocks this fucking goon. He just, but <laughs> my favorite thing is he, he, he clocks the wrong guy. Yeah. <laughs> Like, technically, that guy didn't do anything yet. <laughs> he starts doing something, though, because he fucking goes ham on yeah, Brian's body. Yeah, they're, they're pretty pissed at Brian. I, mean, I, I am, too. too. <laughs> it's, just, it's just hysterical, because it's one of those scenes where it goes on way too long. Of just uh-huh. these dudes hitting Brian in, like, the face and the gut off camera. Yeah. Like, they're just punching the ground. Yeah. But <laughs> Brian's... Brian's actor is making noises off scene. Yeah, like the last great. Like, number one is about to leave, and he turns around and he, and he runs up and kicks, and you hear Brian go, "Ow!" Yeah. <laughs> it's really funny. It's great. I like this movie. <laughs> It's another one of those, the more we talk about it, the yeah. more it gets. <laughs> uh, but then we cut back to more wandering with Kim. She finds checkers. Poor checkers. And runs into one of the goons. I don't know which one. I can't remember. They're uh, interchangeable. It, it was the white guy. Was it? Okay. Yeah, with goon number two. The uh, one who li- lasts longer. He's he's the, uh, he's bad at his job because, like, she runs past him and he's just, <sighs> it's like a cartoon-esque, like, <sighs> she runs past him and he stops and he goes, wait, what? <laughs> She runs right into him. Yeah. <laughs> it's really funny. Um, she runs into the creature, and we finally see like a full view of Michael's final transformation. It looks cool. It looks super cool. It's got that big wormy head. It's got the like four tendrils in its like chest area. Um, it's got it's got it's, two it's quadru- big legs. It's like well, I think it's quadrupedal. Is it quadrupedal? I thought it was bipedal. I don't know because it's pretty big. And, yeah, but uh, it, it, I think it's quadrupedal, but it's only got. Uh, but you only see two of the legs, but okay. one leg is significantly larger than the right, other. Right, um, right. The other one's it's got lumpy. Leg. It's it's cool looking. It's very neat looking, especially since like it's done through a mix of like costuming and miniatures and stop motion and animatronics and, and animatronics. And... Yeah, like it is really cool. It looks cool. It looks good. Like I was surprised that the stop motion, like the the, the claymation animation. Looked as good as it did. It, I know. It's, it looks amazing. It's really good. Like, there's a couple scenes where they use that, that effect for when it grabs people. Mm-hmm. And, like, thrashes them around and stuff like that. And it looks really good. Like... I mean, you can tell it's stop motion. Oh, yeah, because, you can, you can but, tell. But, but it's still... It looks... It's convincing. It, it like, very it much really is. It's really cool. I yeah, love yeah. it. They did it's a very entertaining job with to that. watch. It's pleasant to watch. Yeah. Despite how gross the monsters are. Yeah, yeah. 
so the super rad monster uh, kills the goon. We think. Well, he, no, he totally kills the goon. Totally kills it total, the goon. The then goon it also dead. totally kills Brian. Yeah, like it has the goon in its mouth, like yeah, thrashing around, and then it then it kills Brian. Uh, no, it has not killed Brian yet. Oh, well, eventually kills Brian. Yeah, it will. Don't worry. Kill Brian already. It, it's gonna kill Brian in like two scenes, man. Don't worry, we're getting there. Uh, but Kim runs into Nancy. We have some more amazing line reads. It goes on. Who are you? What are you doing here? Let go of me. It's all right. I'm not gonna hurt you. Just calm down. It's all right. Just tell me who you are and what you're doing here. I'm looking for my father. Your father? You're John Griffin's daughter. That's right. And what have you done with my father, you bitch? It was this huge, like, really gross. I don't know what. It ate some guy. Uh, Sherry encounters the second goon and kicks him in either the gut or the nuts. I couldn't tell. Yeah, it was hard to tell. Yeah, but just... She kicks him. She kicks him, and he is staggered for a moment and then slaps her again. Oh, he slaps the shit out yeah. of her. Oh, my God. Like, this is one of those ones where it's like, did he actually hit her? Uh, he like, goes to town. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's one of those where there's definitely some insensitivities going on here right. uh, both racially and and uh and gen, you know with definitely gender. definitely there's some but i am not savvy enough to comment on those uh, yeah, all i know is i don't like this yeah um but then brian like flies from off camera and hits him again oh, okay okay yeah. that's right that's right yeah. brian has to save her brian has to, to save her die. uh kim and nancy retreat to a lab and like lock themselves in uh, Brian and the goon have a, a fight scene that goes on for a little bit, and then the creature eats the goon, yay creature, and <laughs> impales Brian, killing him. Yep. Yay creature. Yay creature. Good. Go. Yep. Go. Was it Michael? Go Michael. <laughs> go Michael. Um, Nancy goes to still try and figure out what happened to their dad, while Kim faffs about in the lab some. Because apparently, you know, she's a hacker. But then there's a rat on the keyboard, man. Oh, my God. She is so afraid of this lab rat. Like, at like, this point, you've she's seen Mel, Melty Dog, dead Melty Dog. And she's seen Michael. Uh-huh. So, it's like... Yeah, no, no. She but is, the rat She is, is more what, afraid of this rat than she is of the monster because she leaves the safety of this room to get away from the rat. Right. And she, she crashes right into Sherry and the monster. Uh, this is when Dr. Villain arrives in his limo and yells at the security guard. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the creature traps Sherry and Kim in the lab. Sherry grabs another jar of acid and, like, prepares to smash it on Michael, but Michael blobs her and then yeah, impales it, her. So, yeah, it, it fires. One of the things it does is it fires off those little, like, Yeah, now mouths. it can just do that. Yeah, like, it just fires them off. Yeah. Um, the venom part doesn't really come into play any no, at all. No, it does not. I mean, these characters are all getting hit by these things, and they don't... I mean, other than the blood and the uh, apparent, like, in instant pain, yeah. they don't seem too bothered by them after it's that. It's really weird. It's really weird. Um, Kim grabs the acid and hucks the jar at the creature, burning it a bit and causing it to drop Sherry. And then it grabs Sherry again, <laughs> so that was pointless. Yeah. Um, Dr. Villain shows up and shoots the monster. Yeah. So, yay, Dr. Villain. Uh, but then it grabs him by the dick. <laughs> yeah, it does. Just straight up grabs him by the dick. Yeah, that's a tentacle to the dick. Yep, and then it impales him, shoots a blob at him, so it gets all of... Dr. Villain gets all of the attacks from yeah, this Yeah, he gets... Uh, this, this thing rolled really well on his attacks against him. Yeah. 
Uh, it impales Nancy and totally looks like it kills her. Like, straight up looks like it kills her. But doesn't? <laughs> There's a theme here. Yeah. But um, then I get it, like, grabs her. It kills her in a little bit. Like, that's when we get the stop motion, like, thrashing and throwing her around. And Yeah. Well, but yeah. before that, like, you get Kim and Sherry, like, run out in the hallway. Yeah. And then Dr. Villain's head just flies yeah, it just out. Yeah, just fucking wall, flies out. And her. it again made me laugh very hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just and so... then we find out that uh, the goon survived. Goon number two is alive somehow. Even though last time we saw him, he was halfway down Michael's gullet. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Uh, and the goon, like, basically dragoons Sherry and Kim into service, telling him that they're going to help him kill the monster. Yeah, suddenly he becomes the hero. Yeah, it's... <laughs> It's I mean, weird I guess I hate this, is the, this is the guy who didn't hit Sherry, so right. I guess that's plausible. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But this is where we get the stop motion killing of Nancy. Yeah. And it yeah. looks very good. Yeah, it does. Um, it begins launching blobs at the goon, and he is way more nimble than he looks, apparently, because he just, like, <laughs> woo, woo, well, dodges around him. He's learned its movements. Yeah, yeah. He knows it. Uh, Kim and Sherry run to another sh- sector, but Sherry has lost her pass. Well, before this, like, I have the note here yeah. that, like, the goon tells them, like, the building is in lockdown. We can't leave. Right. Like, there's, there, you can't, we have to defeat this thing. We cannot leave. Physically cannot leave. And yet, Kim just keeps going on and on and on about, oh, I'm just gonna go home. Yeah. I'm yeah. just gonna leave. I'm, I'm gonna like, go Kim, home. Are you not listening? You... Physically cannot. <laughs> it, it's a weird sort of lockdown where people can enter the building. Oh but yeah, no, no one problem. can leave. It's a roach hotel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you could go, you can, you can check in, but you can't leave. No. But then they end up going to the uh, the, uh, the other sector, yeah, whatever the this, hell it is. They get uh, to this door. Sherry's lost her pass. She goes to grab. But she's like, "Oh, I gotta go get it," and she runs like three feet and then bumps into the goon. <laughs> yeah, who's like. What the hell are you doing? What are you doing? Like, it's over there, idiot. And then then he gets there, and he's lost his His pass. pass. And she's like, do you have a pass? And she's like, no, I don't have a pass. I was going to go get it, and then you stop me. And then there's a monster in the hallway. There's also a brief scene where he's shooting down an empty hallway, and I'm pretty sure they were supposed to put the monster there, but they didn't. I think so. I think so. But it's not a goof. There's only the one. No, <laughs> touche. Yeah. So whatever that was totally on purpose. Yeah, he was because it was not a camera being viewed in a coffee cup. It was. It was these were warning intentional. <laughs> they were warning shots of the monster. Stay back, Michael. <laughs> I know guns have done nothing to you other than maybe startle you, but yeah, this, those. I'm warning you. Those few shots of the, my limited ammunition reserves. Yeah, could have hurt. You. Anyway, yeah. so um. So the door's locked. They're, the door's they're back locked. to a corner. They uh, got no keys. Got the monster's no keys. coming. What are they uh, going to do, Chris? Well, Sherry, like, pops open the door lock and hotwires it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, okay, sure. So I that's mean, how you open a door. She's a hacker. She's a hacker. She can she, open doors. She's a hacker and can hotwire doors. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we they retreat to uh, the other science machine, Agnes, the atomic shotgun. <laughs> it's, I mean, I... Okay. I don't... I don't get it. Uh, and they are in Agnes's like control room, and then they have a brief study session because like you have to have a study break in the <laughs> yeah, middle of well, this. Yeah, I mean to, they don't know how to operate it because find of out how to do the science. Yeah, fortunately, uh, because Sherry is a hacker, she picks it up real quick. She's able to, yeah, she's able to puzzle this yeah. together. I mean, it's, it it can't be that hard. It's just quantum physics, right? There, there's some science that happens, and prepare so Sherry prepares to science at the monster using the goon as bait. So the goon goes out there and is like, hey, monster, come eat me. Yeah. <laughs> and tries to lure it into the range of the science. 
Yeah. Because science has limited range, as we all know. Yeah, obviously. Uh, But the goon forgets something very important, and it's that this thing has ranged attacks. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) As it tendrils him, and then, like, starts to pull him towards it, but then the goon, like, turns the tables on Michael and begins to pull him towards (laughs) It's dumb. (laughs) I I got... Sure. Uh, The goon clobbers him with a pipe. That's right, that's what works. He... It, it works, I guess. He doesn't seem to care too much. <laughs> but then the science happens. Yeah, they science all up they, on that they thing. They science all of the bad cells out of Michael. And and he turns into a perfectly normal, regular, naked back to Michael, human, yeah. naked Michael. Yep, and he plops on the floor. He looks better than he did before he got bit. Yep, it's true. <laughs> it, it scienced all of the bad it, things yeah, away. Yeah, it scienced everything bad out of him away. Uh Kim, Sherry, and the goon, like, go down there, and the goon is like, Aha! Now I will kill Michael. And you, too! Because I'm a dick. Yeah, because he has to... He's the cleanup crew. Yeah, he's got to call him a bitch a few more times and just be generally awful. And he has to taunt and monologue a little bit. Yeah. And, like, just kind of, like, rub it into Michael's face that he's about to kill him. Yeah, yeah. Instead of just doing the damn thing. Uh-huh. But uh, then Michael gives him... An insane rictus grin. Oh my god! As his head turns into a prosthetic, <laughs> yeah, and opens the fuck up, and uh, then a smaller version of the wormy head pops out out of out of Michael's Pac-Man head. Yeah, yeah, and he fully mutates back into a larger version of the creature. Yeah, this thing's twice as big. Yeah, it's fucking huge. Uh, so Sherry and Kim run back to the control room. Because the science didn't work. The science didn't work. It not only pissed it off, but made it bigger. It, it supercharged reversed, him. It reversed science? I don't I don't know. I don't understand science, man. <laughs> um, so they prepare to zap him again. Uh, Michael bites the science zapper. <laughs> and Sherry lowers the thing on top of him, like pinning him against the floor. Uh-huh. I think magnets are involved. I don't understand. <laughs> it's pinned by science. Yeah, that's basically what happens. <laughs> so they keep him pinned to the floor until the science has enough science juice to science. Uh, this time, instead of like unmutating him, the creature's head fucking explodes. Um, it like bubbles and pulses a few times, and you're thinking, "Oh, it's going to do another mutation, or something's going to happen, or it's going to turn back into Michael." Instead, it vanishes. It just boop, it leaves. It's just gone. <laughs> it's just gone. <laughs> you almost you can almost hear the. Boop. Sound <laughs> you can hear the budget running out. <laughs> uh, so Kim and Sherry are like, wow, that was sure a rollicking adventure that we were on. And they go to leave the, the Talos facility. And then we get the biggest disappointment in this movie. Because Brian, Brian isn't lives. dead. <laughs> Brian is lives. He's just there. <clears throat> Which is just, Jesus Christ. So at this point, I was wondering, I was just like, well... You have these characters who've been bitten by this thing and have survived. Right. It's like, well, that's how this all started. So maybe... Was it just the frog that was infectious? Because if it is, I got news for you, friend. <laughs> yeah, because I was wondering, what happened to Little Green? Oh, we oh, see him. There he is. There he is. And he's mutated further. He's got he's more. Got a bunch of arms. bunch of arms. He's looking pretty cool, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Looks really neat. Um, he shouts at our three protagonists let's call them (laughs) and then uh ducks into the ceiling of the talos facility yep where he goes fucking huge he he, he grows big bursts out of the roof and that's our sequel bait and that's where the movie ends is with with fucking frogzilla out of the ruins of the the talos facility and roaring and then it just smashes to credits yep which is wild yep that is an insane end for a movie (laughs) 
So, yeah. Um, what a ride this movie was. This was a <laughs> lot, my dude. Like, yeah, I, I can't say I didn't like it. I can't say that I did like it. I liked parts of it, and I hated a lot of parts of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a kind of a neat 80s guitar song that goes over the credits that was recorded for the movie. Oh, really? That, like, uh, Baby You've Changed or something. Yeah, Baby You've Changed. <laughs> and I guess it's done by one of the, the production crew. I don't know which one. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And it's kind of a neat song. It's not on Spotify. I checked. Oh, bummer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I the, can't imagine why. Yeah. You like Uh, the credits are kind of interesting in that there's a lot of, like, the, the director gives a lot of credit to people who inspired him, rather than people who worked on the movie. That's, that's a choice. I yeah, mean, I mean, it's very okay. interesting. And, like, there's a big credit where Ray Harryhausen is thanked. I mean, I could see that. Yeah, there's a lot that's... of Harryhausen influence, especially in the stop motion stuff. Yeah, no. That, and he's I... like, yeah, thanks, Ray Harryhausen, who, like, codified this genre as a thing. Yeah, I mean. We owe him a lot. Sure. And it, it that's interesting. It, uh, yeah. Like I love that okay. that he did that. Like, yeah, sure. Director seems cool. Yeah, and the, he's he's like not well known enough to have done anything publicly bad. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yay, yay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was uh, Metamorphosis: The Alien Factor. Holy shit! What a movie. Um. <laughs> Yep. 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 All right. So uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna smash to our own music here. <laughs> we're gonna cut over uh, not our music. But, no. Um, no, it's my music. Okay, it's Chris. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll uh, we're gonna head on over to the crunch. Uh, we'll see what Chris has uh, has mutated this thing yeah. into, and uh, we'll see you in a moment. Yep. We dance tonight on the This is weirdos. Welcome back, um, Chris. You had uh, you had I, I assume fun with this thing. Uh, it was interesting. Like I had problems kind of designing it to start with. Uh, then until I kind of got on a roll with it. But it's very like in, in the movie, Michael does a lot of different things, but he doesn't do any of them well enough. Really, like it. There's quite a few characters in this movie. Michael's body count's pretty low. Yeah, now that like you mention a, it. I a mean, lot of the people... Three, like, four, five, six, maybe? Yeah, but a lot of the people he originally attacks survive their encounter. And yeah. then he gets them later. Yeah. But it's... And then, like, he just apparently goes to town on our... Like, our three protagonists. And they're fine by the end of it. Yeah. So yeah, it, Their shirts are red. Yeah, the shirts are very red. <laughs> so I, what I kind of did is... I... Designed him like how he should have been operating. That, I think that's fair. I think Instead that's of making a, kind of like a jokey monster where it's like, oh, it's got a ton of HP, but none of its attacks do any damage. They just look scary. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. That's uh, that's something more for the uh, the kibbles. Yeah. I think. So. And we got enough stuff in in this movie for the kibbles anyway. There's a lot of different. There's a lot monsters. of stuff we can do here. So yeah. So no, I'm I'm glad you did that. Um, I think that I think that uh, seeing the monster for the vision or the potential that it was yeah. supposed to have 
uh, as opposed to what was presented in the movie is a good real I, break I, from our... Yeah, I think so in this in case. Movie, so. Yeah. so, Chris, what do we got here? We have the Unearthly Shambler. I like that. I like that name. Yes. That's a good name. Uh, natural armor of 16, 123 hit points. He's a beefy boy. Very beefy. Uh, very slow, though. 20 feet. We don't see this guy move quick. No, he's he kind of just shuffles around. Yeah, the, he's a shambler. Yep. Uh, for his stats, uh, got decent physical stats and lower of the mental f- facilities because... Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, he's just kind of a, a beast at this point. And for his skills, he's just got a perception of one, uh, but he's got damage resistances to poison and then non-magical bludgeoning, slashing, and piercing. Makes sense. Because he... Generates poison, so he's going to be resistant, resistant. to that, because mm-hmm. otherwise we run into the same problems we've had in the past. And we see people whack him with stuff and shoot him, and it doesn't really do anything He doesn't to seem to care. So, yeah. That makes sense. Uh, he does have a vulnerability to radiant damage. Is that your analog for science? Yes. <laughs> that and, like, they, they do a radi- Like, it's said that this is a radiation at the end of it. They yeah. are irradiating this guy with science. Yeah. And. Okay. He vanishes because of it. So sure. he's got a weakness to, to radiant damage. All right. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll take it. Uh, he's also got an immunity to being poisoned. Sure. Makes, makes sense. sense. Uh, only sense is blind sight of 60 feet. This thing has no apparent eyes. So, no, it does. It actually. does, really. It does. I yes. didn't see them. Um, the So the mouth part. So it looks. How to describe this without using the word penis? Um, oh, no. So you've got the mouth part. And mm-hmm. then it kind of goes into this, like, fleshy hood okay, that wraps around, and that's where the head is. And there's right. these two black beady eyes on either side okay. of that, right, like, where the hood, like, right underneath, well, not even underneath, but right in front of the... Okay. I didn't skin. twig that those were eyes. That's what I communicate. That, that's I mean, what, that's, that's what they communicated to me. But, okay. Well, so, but, I mean... But, I'm still going to keep him with the blind sight. Well, that makes sense. Reason not the question to. I have is, is he blind beyond this radius? Hmm. I don't know. What do you think? We don't really get to see anything in the movie to he, indicate that he, like, he clearly can see because or can um, blind sense makes sense. Blind sight he makes can sense perceive. He, he can perceive because he moves around and he chases down our protagonists. Right. But like the, the the entire scene, all of the movie is in close quarters, so we don't really get to see any kind of like right. indication as to larger scope than that right um right. so i think honestly you could go either way and okay be fine i'll just leave it as it is and if a gm wants to run this critter and do it differently i think that's fine that's fair okay he this guy is a challenge rating seven Not which i think beef. is a decent place for him to be i agree i agree he's one of the beefier things and uh-huh. that's one of the things that i was noticing about this movie because it's in creature crunch as a conceptual whole uh-huh um i realized that with our criteria of we see in the movie, you know, usually the protagonists... We do what we see in the movie. Yeah. Well, yeah. And we usually see the movie portray the protagonists having to overcome the monster. And they usually... I mean, there's exceptions for sure. Right. But they, for the most part, do. Yeah. And a lot of times, beat the monster. And our rationale that these are normal human beings yeah. and not adventurers, that would drive a lot of these challenge ratings down. Exactly. So having higher challenge rating creatures does seem a little... Um, a little bit more rare to me. And, uh-huh. I, and I, I had that in mind while watching this, and almost nothing that these people do to this thing stops it. Yeah. There's a MacGuffin. 
Yeah, they've got to use some sort of external right. thing to stop it. Right, and so it's like, no, this thing, and it, even that doesn't kind of It doesn't do initially it. work, it just, we don't even, we don't know where this thing goes at the end yeah, of Yeah, we don't know what happens to it, um, because it looks like it's about to mutate again. Yeah. So, um, so I think <laughs> the that budget having, ran out. <laughs> so I think that having that higher challenge rating absolutely makes yeah. sense, and I am here for it. Yeah. So. I, we love us some big, some big boys. Yes, we do. Well, I mean, yeah, very much so. Yeah. Um, the only ability this thing has is what I called polymorphic stability. And that's, uh, based solely on the fact that when they try to force it back into Michael's shape, it doesn't take. Okay. Th- I get that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what this does is the unearthly shambler has advantage on saving throws, uh, made to prevent it from changing its shape. So if somebody casts polymorph on it or something like that, where it has to make a saving throw to keep from changing its shape. It has that advantage. I like that. That's yeah. that's a nice touch. It, it's one of those things where that's probably never going to come up. It's very rare. But if it does, there you go. It's very rare, but it's it's enough flavor onto mm-hmm. this thing. And um, what I also find interesting is, uh, Chris, that's it. That seems to be the only trait that you gave it. Yeah, yeah. The rest so. of the stuff it does, I did through its attacks. Because it, it has a lot of different attacks. Mm-hmm. But I, like other than that, it's just kind of a big chunk of... Like, it stomps around, it's slow, and it, yeah. Like, if you have any ideas for other stuff it could do, like, I would totally be here for it. I do have one note, but okay. uh, we're going to cover that here okay. in half a second. All right. So, should I just go right into the actions? Go on into okay. the actions. Uh, first, it has multi-attack, where it can make two of its tendril attacks. Its tendril attacks are melee weapons, 10-foot uh, reach, one target each. Uh, on a hit, they do 2d6 plus 5 piercing. If it hits, a uh, creature has to succeed on a DC 14 sa- uh, strength saving throw. On a failure, creature is grappled and pulled 10 feet towards the unearthly shambler. All right. It's also got its bite attack, uh, where it is a plus 8 to hit, one target, uh, 3d8 plus 5 piercing. Which is not insubstantial. No, that's a chunk of damage. Yep. So you can see what this thing is trying to do. Yeah. And then it's also got a third attack where it shoots its polyps. I like saying the word polyps. <laughs> They're bad, but I like saying the word. It's a fun word that we borrowed from Latin. Uh, ranged attack, plus five to hit, one target, range 40 feet. Uh, on a hit, it does 1d6 plus two piercing damage and 1d6 poison damage. Sure. These uh, are if the target, to poison. Yeah, if the target is a creature, it has to succeed on a DC 14 constitution saving throw. On a failure, creature is poisoned for one minute. Now, does the creature get to redo the uh, saving throw at the end of each of its turns? or is No. It, so it is just a straight it's, up... It's poison. You're poisoned for a minute. Yep. All right. Now, the note uh-huh. that I have here yeah. is for a challenge rating 7 creature, um, only being able to do two tendril attacks or a polyp or a bite okay. seems a little low. If I were you, um, especially since in the movie we see tendrils going everywhere and polyps shooting everywhere... Do you think you would... I would do multi-attack, it makes two tendril attacks, and a polyp attack. And a polyp attack? Yep. I am fine with that. I think that that is probably where it needs to be. Um, I, I, I had that thought while reading through it, and I okay. think that you helped fix it here in a second with this next thing. Yeah. But uh, but I, I do think that it needs that little extra push. Yeah. Especially since it's so slow. Uh, I get that. No, I, yeah. like, I am perfectly fine with that. Mm-hmm. I thought I might have lowballed this guy a little bit in a couple areas, but... His I damage... That... Like, the damage output on the tendrils seemed low to me, um, and the, the polyps especially. The poison effect is kind of drastic. That's... Yeah, and that... the bite makes up for it. So right. I think... But, but again, you, like you were saying, they the, the tendrils 
And the polyps seem to be more of an inconvenience to the characters right. than anything else. Yeah, so, he, he wants to get into that it. bite. Yeah, like I'm that, with those giant ass jaws. Like so. they're there for a reason. Yep. They're not just not just because it looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, but then our our boy here has legendary actions, and I think this is what really sets him apart and and yeah. offsets the low damage output. Yeah, for a challenger. Uh, so he he's got he can take three legendary actions. Um, they function just like legendary actions do. Don't need to go into that. Uh, he can make a tendril attack, a polyp attack, or a bite attack. And the the bite specifically says that it ha- has on to do a it creature, on a creature it's grappled. That it is grappling. Yep. So, um, so like this this guy's operation is very simple. Like he has he wants to tendril those. He wants to polyp them so that they're weakened. easier to easier to yep. get. He wants to tendril them, pull them in, and then start chomping on them. Like and that. Tracks. And if he wants to, he can do that on multiple guys. Yeah. <laughs> um. Honestly, I think that's pretty like like you were saying. He's not overly flashy. No. I think he's neat though. Yeah, he, um, he's a a chunk that will inconvenience. He's got a very definitive like hunting habit. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got enough resistances that he's going to be a problem for for some players um, if they don't have magical stuff. He does have a weakness if they can riddle that out. Yep, I I dig him. I like him. I like yeah. what you came up with. Right. And uh, go me. I, I I would I would use this guy. That's so. what I'm afraid of. <laughs> so yeah, um, pick for next week. Uh, yeah, it's your week, man. We have our third request. Oh no, uh, it's this is not no no moment. Um, okay. The request is for one of my all time favorite movies. Okay. Uh, we are going to be doing the first Tremors movie. Oh nice. Okay. Um, so uh, I could talk a lot about that one. I will talk a lot about yeah, that one. I'm, I will. Kind of glad it. you're doing that one. Uh, yeah, I will save that one for next time. But uh, yeah, so that's what we're going to be covering in a couple weeks. Tremors. Um, thank you so much for listening. We, Heck yeah, we really appreciate it as always. Uh, we have a lot of fun doing these, and I hope they're fun to listen to. Um, check out our Patreon, Creature Crunch on Patreon, mm-hmm. where you can check, uh, you can find our stat blocks for some of these bonus monsters, including John Vo- John Voight's performance in Anaconda, as well as a semi-truck. Yep. <laughs> hey kid, you want to punch a truck? <laughs> so, yeah, we really do appreciate that. Toss a few bucks our way. Um, make, make us all worth it. It's all worth it. Who am I kidding? It's all We're really having fun it. here. I am having a lot of fun. So, uh, so yeah, uh, you can also send requests if you'd like us to cover a specific movie or if you want to share with us some cool monsters to have us find another uh-huh. movie or whatever. Uh, reach out to us um, at Creature Crunch on Twitter uh, or email us at CreatureCrunchPodcast at gmail.com. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and if you want to get a hold of us individually, uh, Chris, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the library C. That's C-E-E. And you can get a hold of me at Twitter. Um, I am at Danny underscore Hamsteak. So we'll see you in a couple weeks with some underground screamy worms. Don't get eaten by a giant frog. Bye.